Voices. We hear them every day. Some voices, like mine, are smooth and comforting. While, on the other hand, the Chad and Cheese podcast is like listening to a Nickelback album. You'd rather stab yourself in the ears with an ice pick. Anyway, you're now listening to Voices, a podcast series from Chad and Cheese that features the most important and influential voices within the recruitment industry. Try not to fuck it up, boys. We didn't do any rocket science about a year and a half back on that. It was easy. Hide your kids. Lock the doors. You're listening to HR's most dangerous podcast. Chad Sowash and Joel Cheeseman are here to punch the recruiting industry right where it hurts. Complete with breaking news, brash opinion, and loads of snark. Buckle up, boys and girls. It's time for the Chad and Cheese Podcast. Welcome back. We're continuing the conversation with a veteran of the recruitment tech industry, Shadiq Jane, aka KJ, founder and CEO of programmatic platform Jovio. Enjoy. Back in the days when SEO was uh, like magic, it was like wizardry, right? And witchcraft. Nobody knew what the hell it was. And that's why they really didn't do it in most cases. And it was really slow to adopt. The same thing I'm feeling is happening with programmatic because people just can't understand what programmatic is. I know that if I go to monster.com and I post an ad or I go to, you know, job board, a college recruiter and, and I post an ad. Or, or what have you, I know my ad's there and I know it's there for 30 days and I know what I know. The thing is, you're asking for kind of like a trust value volume that's ha- happening here that uh, you just don't get with talent acquisition. How do you get beyond that to be able to help them understand that there is this magic wisdom called Jovio that will help them better target? And how many data points do you guys actually go against? Two questions in this, right? I'll start with the second one and go go to the first one. So data points. We focus uh, on on one fact that your quality is defined by you, right? Your hires define the quality. Of course, now hires could mean that uh, you want to have a lifetime value. Sometimes a person who you hired stayed for three months versus a person who stayed for three years is a totally different ballgame. So whatever that 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 mm-hmm. line you draw, right? Uh, so. So getting to that point uh, is uh, we got to do the match, right? So you define the quality. Once you define the quality, then the match has to happen between the job and the candidate. And uh, I always look at the world, if you look at a noise, uh, literally, if you take care of three or four data points, you get the quality up by 70 to 80%. It's a 2080 rule, right? 20% data mm-hmm. points does make an 80% impact on reducing the, uh, reducing the the lack of relevance, I would not call quality. For example, right? Uh, and, and I'm going to start with a very small thing. Like if you are looking for a nurse, let's say an ICU nurse in, in, in New York City. Now, you're not looking for a nurse from Philadelphia or a Boston or a Phoenix or uh, or like San Francisco for that matter, right? Even though the nurse will be completely relevant in terms of or quality applicant, it's not relevant. Or if you would get, to, if you were to get a staff nurse or a travel nurse in New York City, that is so. Just a title location uh, for the jobs where the title itself means the resume. 
title itself signifies that if you're working as a nurse, you have a certain qualification, certain certification that you have. Get these two things right, right? So these are the two data points. Let's start out saying that. Let's get that right first, right? If you were to take about baby steps, can you guarantee me tomorrow, and I'm talking to the practitioners in this space and everybody out there, mm-hmm. is that right. at least your job is being shown to the right person in the right location with the right title, right? That's how, how difficult it is. That's two data points for you. <laughs> Get that right. Right. Yeah. Now, let's go further down the line, right? Now, you're talking about keywords. You're talking about latest job descriptions. You're talking about the meaning of words, right? A, a business development professional is closer to a sales manager than a marketing manager. And then as compared to a business analyst, right? That, that relationship of a job to each other, which is more relevant, you're talking about, we look at about 30 odd data points on the job description side, because we know the quality, right? The resume is already there. You can go deeper and deeper. It can be like as many data points, but I would say about 10 to 15 data points in resume are good enough. It's easier to solve 90% of the problem. It, it, it's like in my mind, I would say 20% of effort is required to solve 80% of the problem. 80% of the effort is required to solve 20% of the problem. So, so if you if you were to look at just these thirty to forty data points, I think you've solved eighty percent of the problem. And and this is these are the data points we look at when we, if you know when we have a higher data, we have the application data, we have the uh, of course we have the job data, right? We have deep job data, right? And and, and that itself solves a lot of these problems. In fact, I remember uh, there was a customer of ours which has which I, and it's one of the largest companies. Like it's it's a company that has more than twenty billion dollars in revenues. And in our space, like I'm, they came in and said, okay, we tried everything. It ain't working. Uh, it is working. We got 20, 25%, 30% better results. You guys can do any magic on this. I said, I don't know. Maybe you did everything. All we did is just two data points, my friends. We basically uh-huh. said, okay, a certain job description of a nurse can be written as intensive care unit nurse or ICU nurse or intensive unit nurse or whatever it is, right? Uh, or they have their own terminology. Just knowing that all of the jobs belonged together and a campaign is run for that one single title, which basically all these titles meant that. How can an ICU nurse job go into the same campaign as an accountant? That means either you're getting a right click for a nurse and a bad for a content or the other way around. <laughs> Just doing that improved the results overnight by 25%. I'm sorry, I'm, we, are not, we didn't do any rocket science about a year and a half back on that. It was easy. It was just, again, common sense. Yeah. Few data points do a good job of it. Uh, we do about 40 data points right now. Okay, okay. So... One thing that has always driven my conversation when I'm, whenever I've been in sales has been outcomes, right? It's all about outcomes and that's what the organization should be looking for. And during this entire conversation, you've talked about hiring outcomes from the onset, right? So how hard is it to actually engage some of these big brands in the conversation of instead of just eyeballs, we're talking about hiring outcomes. It seems to be a pretty easy transition. So how hard it is to explain this concept. And, and uh, so when I go on uh, customer calls with my team, so one thing the sales team talk about is hold him back, right? Uh, he's going to He's going to go so far ahead in terms of talking about tech, and uh-huh. and and the message has to be simple, outcome driven. And I think you hit it right there, right? Define the outcome, right? If you can define the outcome, people don't really truly need to know the the processes and the the nuts and the bolts and how that works, right? Uh, listen to their needs and say yes, we can deliver it and prove it. Once that is there, then you can start talking about 
what are the nuances of programmatic that oh my god this this has to happen in programmatic and are you bidding it right i'm, I'm sorry but bidding it right is good for maybe a person who's a trader right uh, i don't think a common man will even understand what bidding means right and and now now i start hearing people talk about real time bidding and dynamic bidding i get it i get it i understand that so i think the idea is to be able to always work with the talent acquisition professionals and address the needs i had a customer uh, which said that oh my god i don't know how this works and they're like massive customers i want to see and know that your system knows how to do it on their own and like we do do that on our own but we don't have to show it they just need to know this so right. so so to be able to there is still a lot of learning curve and as you said right uh, talent acquisition and and hr adoption is a key i think we need to do a better job of even simple in you know, communicating that message to the ceos of the company i bet you call any ceo in the world of a large corporation getting the right talent is among the top 3 so i believe if you if you sure. if you backing the right and 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 saying the right things you will get heard i just think that we try to over complicate the messaging in our industry i want to back up a little bit uh, and i love i love chad's example of uh, seo and and being able to understand that i mean we're still we're still making the joke of most employers can't even spell seo uh, which still gets laughs which is great but for those who listeners out there don't know what programmatic is so i want to like just go to the basics of that and then i want to know why jovio is different or how any of these programmatic solutions differentiate themselves if it just is it just the distribution the technology or both um and maybe really quickly chris forman uh founder of appcast uh the, one of the first programmatic solutions out there uh said that 40% this is a year or so ago that 40% of job postings were done programmatically is that true uh you if you talk about distribution yes yes of course if you are sending a feed and putting a job out there uh and uh, without having to post a job uh perhaps yes uh that is true okay so let's so let's so let's define it and then how is it different per like provider yes so let's say if you're a large company you're a general motors or you're a pepsi or you're a t-mobile right uh you would not want to distribute jobs manually each of the job boards you post it to right uh, uh you would want a, a way to kind of post the job and kind of have uh, data to back up that this particular job should go to this job board right so that is a program or machine deciding which job to post to so there are two levels right one is just the job distribution so if you say that did broadbean and equest and the job distributors were programmatically posting jobs if you say machine was posting it that is true right but uh, but is it programmatically optimized to post is a different conversation i wonder how many jobs in the world are actually optimized to be posted programmatically are we still spraying the jobs just saying that a machine is doing it i, I think that data has to be looked at uh, uh, how many jobs are actually being chosen to be posted to a particular source based on data is the question that i think i don't have the answer to i think we need to find out uh, the jobs that we do uh, we do know that we try our best to use our metadata across all our customers in terms of a particular job board for this location for this title has a highest likelihood of delivering a hire or even a you know most relevant applicant and and so we use that insights in trying to optimize uh, the programmatic distribution uh, and to that extent yes uh, uh, there are jobs getting posted like that but i don't really know how many of these jobs out in the world are getting posted like that 
because enterprises represent only an audience right what about right. a smb customer right in us is known to be a place where small and medium enterprises have created this country what it is as much as large enterprises have i don't think they even know the p of programmatic i don't think they even post anything in a programmatic fashion so so we don't really yeah. know that data and at least in my mind i don't know that data right enough true programmatic so what makes jovio different from everybody else at this point Sure. So we started out with a philosophy, right? We, we, we said, okay, we'll not be this, we'll not be this, right? We'll never be a job board. We'll never be a staffing agency. Uh, we will be married deep uh, with the concept of putting a right job in front of everyone. And, and for that, we have to focus on getting uh, the entire, uh, we call it a breadth and the depth of data. Breadth is every single source. Right. So now if you stay true to that, one of the very first things we did is uh, we gave the power in the hands of traders or advanced users to actually have both social search, slots, duration postings, uh, PPC, the entire breadth of it they had, right? Everything, all the data source, even the career site, native traffic, organic traffic that can be distributed and tracked at a job level. Now, that's where I'm coming to the depth of data, right? Uh, we can actually, for that matter, right? If you have a single ad on Google AdWords, we can actually attribute that ad for that location, for that particular job, and how many clicks you got for that in the system itself. And in the depth of mm-hmm. data, right? Fact to hire. It should be built into the system. It should not be you charge extra for that, or is it, it is the depth of data, because only when you get the higher data, which we actually call is the intelligence, Right? That intelligence then feeds back the sourcing strategy. And that is what makes us different, right? That's the feedback loop, the constant learning, the constant investment, right? We have what a team of uh, a product and engineering team is about uh, 65 people right now. What do they do all day long, right? They're a lot more behind the scenes instead of launching newer, newer products, right? We only do one thing, we do programmatic. But all that engineering talent and strength and the engineers that came from the likes of Googles and Amazons and Microsofts of the world, all they're doing is trying to get this better everything is driven to the mission of three to one can we get to a point where companies can get three clicks two applies on one hire without having to do it themselves look for more episodes of voices this chat and cheese podcast series devoted to stories and opinions of industry leaders subscribe on itunes google podcasts or wherever you get your podcast so you don't miss a single show For more, visit chadcheese.com. The Jim Stroud Podcast explores the discoveries and trends forming the future of our lives. Brain-to-brain communication, robot bosses, microchip implants for workers, and artificial intelligence replacing human workers are all happening now. If you want to know what's happening next, subscribe now to the Jim Stroud Podcast.